Welcome to Essence to Essence Insights, um, some selections and insights from Dr. Zelenko's book called Essence to Essence, the start of the best. Um, we are, the question is the following, and then we'll tell you what chapter we're up to. The question is, in life today, is this an, uh, do we feel the chaos of life? Because, you know, nothing seems too stable, um, especially the government. <laughs> um, Nothing seems too stable, not the economy, not the political systems, not the social systems, not the gender thing, not anything. Um, so are we in a state of chaos, of Taihu, or are we in a state of Tikkun? Now, it's interesting, and then we are on our way from Gullus to Gaula. And you could say, you know, we're moving into tremendous chaos, but how can Gaula be chaos? So what is Gaula really? that we're moving from the old old to the new, from Gullus to Gaula. Gaula has to be the best of both. Otherwise, why bother going? <laughs> why bother going there if it's not the best of both? If it's the worst of both, God forbid, we don't want to go. And if we're saying we want Mashiach now, then I guess we want to go. So it's got to be, you know, Hashem is not having the last laugh. He's telling us that Gaula is going to be the best of order and the best of chaos and the best of order. Take the best of both, you know. Which you which would you rather, uh, the sushi or the pizza? I'll take both. Okay, so which would you rather, Taihu or Tikkun? I'll take both. So we're actually on the chapter now that's called Dominance Hierarchy. Because he takes the book and he puts it in every into alphabetical order, A, B, C, D, E, etc. And he really started the chapter by saying that life is not fair and man is not created equal, but there's a hierarchy and we're moving up and down all the time. So this is the last part of it about Taihu and Tikkun. So let me say the following. Um, whoever studied biology knows if you've studied ecosystems, you can ask the question, where's the most interesting form of life? Is it in the ocean? You know, all those amazing fish and underwater creatures. Wow, that must be the most interesting life form that exists. On the other hand, go deep into a forest or dig deep into the earth and there's such interesting stuff. So is the best life form in the sea, in the ocean, or on dry land? And the answer is, it's not that and it's not that. Where is the most interesting life form? And any any biologist will tell you, and any ecologist will tell you, it's exactly where the two of them meet. Where the ocean meets the dry land, right there on that razor's edge, as he puts it, that's where the most incredible life form is found. Where the Where the land meets the air, you know, you're on top of the mountain and you're on, you're on earth. But then above that is just air. That's where it is. Where this, the heavens meet the earth, where, you know, in our case, the soul meets the body, where the opposites meet each other, and there's that razor's edge where there's just a union of the two. What you've got there is a type of life form. It's like it's the real thing, so to speak. It's the most prolific life form. In fact, the way he puts it is um, um, he says the razor's edge between order and disorder is the metaphysical space where Hashem's presence is most found. So, 
between Tayu and Tikkun, between the world of total disorder and the world of order, that's where there's the most light. We just said, two opposites right on the border will be where there's the most light. Where there's the most light, why is there light there? Hashem is there. God is there. And it's actually in that place where he gives, he gives us free will and he waits for our choices in that, in that place. As he says, this is the quintessential point of man's existence. So here's the question. Why do we need chaos and why do we need order? Why do we need taihu? The reason we need taihu, chaos, is because Otherwise, if you're living basically in a closed box where everything just works like clockwork and there is no disorder, everything is just, you know, like the number 10, you know, just orderly, everything lined up. So where do you go from there? Today's perfection becomes tomorrow's stale, boring, not even... Not even being alive anymore, just feeling like it's dark. There's no life there. If we're not striving and going beyond this and say, that was great yesterday, it's not any, it's no longer sufficient for today. If we're not doing that, if we're not going outside of the comfort zone, it starts to get stale. There's no, you start to feel, there's no life there. So that's one of the reasons we need Taihu. We need to have something higher so that we can go up to it and have um, motivation for something new, something fresh. If my life is totally orderly at this moment, to go for something higher, I'm going to have to go into a mode of disorder, relatively speaking. If I have a perfect plant with pink and yellow flowers coming out and it's like gorgeous, it's perfect and it fits the pot and looks beautiful and gets enough sun and I water it perfectly like perfect. There will come a moment when it's too big for its pot. It outgrew its pot. It went from being nicely and orderly in the pot and now it's in disorder. It's like, get me out of here. I'm too big for this place. It feels, so to speak, an energy of disorder, of taihu, of chaos. It's like, ah, I can't. In fact, that's the world today. The world is in great chaos. The world is screaming. We want machines now. The world is screaming. We got as far as we could with these laws of nature the way they were before. Something's got to move. And everything starts to deteriorate into what looks like total disorder, total chaos. If you've seen any of those really crazy videos, they say, want some chaos in your city? Burn the city down and da da da. Whatever. They said some funny political things that I won't, I won't, you know, for sake of being politically correct, I won't say them, but kind of funny. And that's what we're up to now. Total chaos. Defund the police. We'll just have chaos. Yay! Taihu. So there's the energy. But we understand it's positive, as we said. We need to move out of our comfort zone to keep growing. Doesn't mean we have to create chaos in the world, but a holy chaos. Order is denoted by the number 10. 
Chaos, but holy chaos, is denoted by the number 11. The number 11 used to belong to the unholy forces only. Because 10 was order, holy. But the Lubavitcher Rebbe came along, so to speak, bought up the real estate of number 11. And, and stepped into that energy. And you see it very much with many different dates and really just that, that energy of, you know, go out onto the street and say, excuse me, are you Jewish? Do you like Shabbos? Go here, you know, let's put on filling. What was considered a disorderly behavior classically became the norm. 11 becomes 10. So one of the, so we said, why do we need disorder? Taihu, chaos, because of that. Why do we need order? Tikkun. Because this longing to achieve and go higher has to be grounded. Otherwise, you're just going to fly away and everything will just fly away and nothing, it, it just, it'll just fly. Maybe, I'm not sure, but maybe it's like the idea of when you have a flash of wisdom, an idea, you get an idea and like, boom, it flashes like a, um, a thunder, a, a, a lightning bolt. And if you don't grab it and ground it with a thought and connect it to something and a project and a commitment and this and that or or whatever, it's just going to go right back up and you'll, you'll lose it. You'll forget about it. Or you have this inspiration like, yeah, I'm going to do this. And if you don't sort of do something, you know, grounded with, you know, resolve, talk about it, um, take a first step and all of that, it will just go back up. So tikkun is, the, the order is for the purpose of grounding things. So, here's an interesting idea. The Rambam says that the right way to live is the middle way. So, interesting, I always thought that doesn't seem like the Rambam that we know. The Rambam that we know was a very passionate, sadic man of truth, but incredibly passionate, just not you know, let's just not rock the boat. It sounds like the Rambam is saying, guys, let's not rock the boat. Just, just, just keep, <laughs> stay under the radar. Don't make too much trouble. I, I just, I, it never worked for me. I just, I, that's not the Rambam that I've learned about. It doesn't seem that blah. And here it's interesting that Dr. Zelenko is saying, what he's really saying is to live on the razor's edge between Taihu and Tikkun. That thin line where the ocean meets the dry land, that thin line, live there. Integrate the two. Because that's where the most prolific life form is. Which means that's where Hashem is fully. In that middle place, in the razor's edge, on the razor's edge, between Taihu and Tikkun, chaos and order. So it doesn't mean have a blah life. He means have a life that's life, alive, on the razor's edge. And as Dr. Zelenko says, as the Lubavitcher Rebbe said, we have to take the lights of Taihu, of chaos, and channel them into the vessels of order of Tikkun. That as he says, it implies that both order and disorder have elements that are integral to and have to be harnessed to put into practice Hashem's plan for the world. Hashem has a plan that he wants to be in this physical world. And in order to do it, you need to have a, 
healthy batch of, of a healthy dose of taihu, of chaotic energy. We'll always got it today in this world. We don't have to worry. And a healthy balance, a healthy dose of tikkun, of orderly energy, which we don't have it so much in this world today, and create the perfect balance. Not only so that we can eventually have Hashem fully in the world, but when he will be fully in the world, that's the way it's going to be. There's always going to be a healthy dose of chaos and a healthy dose of, of tayu and a healthy dose, dose of tikkun. So, and maybe that's, and maybe that's why we see that with the younger generation, they want to be where the life force is very palpable. You know, we want to keep them kind of in the box, do it this way, everybody always did it, and we do it, and everybody will approve, and, and they're just like, let me out of the box. And what they are feeling is they have the instinct that I just need life force on the razor's edge. And so what he's writing here today is, and that's why we see, they, you know, give me life or give me nothing. And so he's ending off this chapter by saying chaos and order. That harnessing the energy of, of disorder and channeling it into the vessels of order, putting together the lights of Taihu with the vessels of Tikkun is considered the middle way that leads to the rectification of humanity. Meaning, when we live on this razor's edge and take the best of Taihu and the best of Tikkun, the best of both, that's where Hashem is fully, that's where we're fully alive. And when we're fully alive and we're feeling Hashem's presence and life force fully, then we don't stay stuck. Then we're able to go up along our individual dominance hierarchy, hierarchy, sorry, Myron the Kaidish is called. And that, as he says, provides the catalyst for the fulfillment of the promised divine utopia. That when we experience that life force, and therefore we can easily go up, go higher in our level, step more deeply into our light and our leadership ability and our godly potential, and therefore it provides the catalyst for the Gula Mitzvah Shashlema, everybody moving up and everybody living in that life zone. As it says, uh, choose life. And here he's saying, both the Rambam and the Lubavitcher Rebbe are saying, choose life. Where is the life? On the razor's edge between Taihu and Tikkun, disorder and order. So in a way, the, the bad news is, wow, that's a tough place to live. The good news is, it's the only thing available these days. There's lots of that and lots of that. It's the way the world is today. We have all the raw materials to take them and to lead from that place into the Gula Mitzvah Shashlema, into the base of Mitzvah Shashlishi, may it be immediately now. Sorry, here's the addendum. We said at the beginning we were using this as a bit of a guidebook. You know, what inspired Dr. Zelenko to step into a life of courage and determination and stand up for truth and be able to heal. So really, we're looking at this concept that, that he brought out here, living on the razor's edge between between Tayu and Tikkun. 
and 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 living in that place where you're blending the two, order and disorder, where that's the place of the real life form. When one is in that zone, then one has tremendous courage. He said when Rahman when he was diagnosed a number of years ago, he said after that he stopped being afraid. He had nothing to lose. He wasn't like, oh no, what if he doesn't live? He's like, he said he, he lost his fear. And at that point, God forbid, nobody should have to come to that point to become courageous and determined. And really through learning these things and learning about and experiencing Taiwan Tikkun in a holy way and, and, and bringing it into our lives in, in simple ways. Um, what would be an example? I'm, I'm thinking about, I'll think of an example in a minute. Um, when we do that, we don't have to be threatened. Our lives don't have to be threatened, God forbid. But when we do that, when we kind of live in this world, but kind of out of the box way, then it enables us to be kind of courageous. Because you said he no longer had fear. And determined. And, and stand up for truth because you get used to living in that place where it's only truth. So what are you going to stand up for? You know, you, you get, you don't have patience for the non-truth. And, and from that point, we can heal the world because we're coming from a place of truth. So I'm just going to say an example would be, and it sounds really crazy. I've said it before. Let's say we're on the, the highway, we're on the FDR trying to get out of New York and it's bumper-to-bumper traffic, and we need to be on the other side of the George Washington Bridge in 20 minutes. And it sure does not look like, according to the GPS, according to Waze, that we are going to be there anytime before an hour or an hour and more because of all the traffic. So this is the world of Tikkun. This is the world of order. It's not, it's not happening. You know, the laws of nature say. But what's to prevent us from picturing whatever we decide to picture? As I've said before, picture our our car lifting up above all the other cars, flying over all the other cars, just like gliding, you know, and you kind of wave to everybody below, gliding over all the other cars all the way, gliding up through FDR until you come to the George Washington Bridge and gliding over it because you're 20 feet in the air, you know, you have a, like a little helicopter kind of mechanism on your car and you just float over all the traffic and then you place your car down on the other side of the George Washington Bridge where there really isn't much traffic and there you are and you get to your destination in 20 minutes. What's, what's to prevent you from picturing that and then seeing what Hashem will create from your visualization? Now, on the one hand, you could say that's really nuts. It's a Taihu kind of a thought. It's a crazy thought. Flying, helicopter, what's wrong with you? It's a Taihu type of a thought. And you're in a Tikkun kind of a situation where you're in a real constraint. That traffic and, and a schedule and all that stuff. But if, you, if you're going to be adventurous and try it, who knows? Results are in, unpredictable. What you'll come up with and what will, you know, I mean, I have tried sometimes and had interesting results. Lots a guaranteed technique, but that's the border between Taihu and Tikkun. And what he's saying is because the life force is there in the fresh place, 
So without having to be negatively put into fear, God forbid, or negative, you know, without negative circumstances, just traffic, it can enable you to become courageous and stand for truth and be determined and even heal the world. So we're saying, Hashem, we're ready to step to the, into that razor's edge and, as we said, go to the Gula Mitis Fresh Lema immediately now.